0: What's up, everybody? Chef Marcus Giuliano here. Welcome to In The Weeds Podcast. Uh, This is episode number 38. Episode number 38. It is just me today. No guests. Drop some knowledge here. Uh, If you like what you hear, by the way, uh, go rate the podcast. Please go rate the podcast. Uh, Interact with it on wherever you're listening to it. I appreciate that. Helps us podcast grow. So uh, today we are going to talk about offers. Uh, We're going to talk about offers uh, in restaurants and how to do some proper marketing with offers. And of course, my main goal here is to help other restaurateurs. I've been open since 2003. Uh, If you know my story, 2003, I struggled the first, wow, five years, really struggled the first two or three years. I mean, my first year in business, 2004 is my first full year. We did $190,000 in revenue uh, that is nothing, folks. That is nothing. If you're in the restaurant industry, and uh, you probably wondered how we survived, I don't know how. Honestly, I don't know how we survived. I have no clue how we survived. I worked harder and worked harder and racked up more debt and racked up more debt. And then by the time I got profitable, you know, and we started reaching five hundred thousand in sales, uh, then you had to start paying off all that debt that you racked up. And it's just a cycle, and a lot of restaurant tours go through this and i don't want to see anybody in that position uh we were at a point where we had to empty our daughter's bank account one winner just to cover payroll and some expenses and i even had to cash out one of my um, life insurance policies uh thank goodness i had more than one i cashed out one just to just to get some debt relief and of course i was stupid back then because It wasn't debt really if I needed it, it was marketing, more marketing. The marketing would have brought in more people, would have brought in more business, would have helped me pay off my debt and was a wise investment. One of the things I tell people is never pay off debt with those loans. And those credit card companies come in and say, oh, you know, borrow 10,000, borrow 20,000 and pay back a percentage of nightly fees. And uh, a lot of people take that and pay off debt. However, uh, it's much better to invest that into the business and create some revenue But a lot of us restaurateurs just don't know how to do that, to create revenue. What I'm going to talk about today is creating revenue on the right offers. A lot of restaurants have some great offers out there. Some some restaurants have some not so great offers out there. So let's jump into the offer, right? So the offer, the offer is something you put online, something you put out there to lure people in. It's also called a lead magnet. I've done a lot of videos on lead magnets. Uh, grocery stores do lead magnets. I think most businesses kind of do a lead magnet. They want you to get you in there. Even like Home Depot will do a lead magnet, right? They'll do, their lead magnet is like a a how-to class. So they'll do a how-to class on, you know, building steps, building whatever. And they'll do a workshop. Uh, They're usually free. You go there and learn how to build something, a flower box, whatever it is. That's their lead magnet because they're hoping that you're going to get in the store and that you're gonna then buy the equipment from them, the supplies, and then go home and make it yourself. And of course, become a consistent customer, consistent guest. So a lot of businesses do do this. So don't think this is unique to the restaurant industry. Uh, so, and don't think it needs to be something that's like tangible. Like you have to have something um, that you're giving away that they're going to actually eat. Uh, Cause in the case of Home Depot, they're not, t- you know, They're just getting a demo. They're getting a class, right? So they're not, you know, getting a free product or something. They'll walk in the door. So don't think you have to give something free that's consumable. So one of my um, lead magnets I did one time was I did a free risotto cooking class. Uh, This is where your chef can shine in your restaurant and do some kind of demo. And uh, I wasn't concerned about charging for the class. I had actually had a guest here. I had a a guest chef from Italy here from uh, from, uh, Modena where uh, balsamic vinegar is from and he was in town visiting me buy our balsamic from him and he was uh came into my garden and we did a free risotto cooking class and everybody got to taste risotto there right so that's a fantastic we were sold out for this like oversold for this what happened was people came they got their free taste of risotto they got to listen to an italian guy speak with his accent and, and talk about risotto and what happened was I paired it up with um, a neighboring vineyard of his uh, for some Lambrusco. So I think we had about thirty people in the garden. About thirty people in the garden that day, and so it was it was it was, it was a nice size crowd. We sold 24 bottles of Lambrusco that day because I paired up with that. So we sold the Lambrusco for full price. Plus, everybody there bought more food because the risotto was only a small appetizer, right? So it wasn't even an appetizer. It was just, you know, a small portion. Maybe a half a cup of risotto went in their bowls. But it was a whole allure of watching somebody make it and learning how to make it and getting a little lecture about it. So that little tiny lead magnet, because what did it really cost me for that lead magnet, right? So I got all of these people in. Now, this lead magnet can be used for so many other things. Like, for example, like you want to do a business luncheon, you want to attract, you know, whatever it is, business clientele, and, you know, here's your business, you know, whether it's after hours, happy hour, uh, come in for a free cooking class to an organization, to a business, right? Right the idea of lead magnets is to get new people in your door now my risotto demo did not yield many new people but it yielded people and it yielded revenue right now there's two sta- two sides of these lead magnets or offers you get them in you get their information and you do your due diligence and communicating to them so they keep coming back and back and back you never want to do a lead magnet that's all of a sudden like well you know, I did a lead magnet. I didn't get anybody's information. If you remember Denny's years ago, uh, over a decade ago, they did their grand slam breakfast for free. One day you could just walk in and get it. And the biggest mistake that Denny's made was they got nobody's information. So they did an amazing lead magnet. They did one of the best leads. They took their their signature dish, gave it away for free and got nobody's information. Basically you walked in, you sat down, you ordered the food, you got it for free and you left and they never communicated to you again they lost out on thousands and thousands and thousands of leads. So if somebody's gonna walk in your door and get something for free, they're probably gonna walk in your door and get a two for one on it, right? Or two for one to go. So if I was Denny's, I would have put that out there and got every get, I'm sorry, but you have to fill out this form to qualify. We're gonna email you the offer to your email. You show us your phone right then and there. So we know that you're getting our emails, right? You know, the emails are working. Fill this out, scan it, whatever it is fill it out, show the server, do a chat bot, whatever it is you wanna do, but have it digitally right there. Now, third, and then of course you thank them, welcome them, 30 days later, if you wanna do another revenue boost, you might wanna do a two for one to go. You loved our grand slam the first time, we have a special offer for the next 30 days, buy one, get one to go, you know, or buy one to get one seating in, you know, whatever it is. And that doesn't have to be the exact offer or could have just been a simple reminder that, hey, we're here, and here's the new Grand Slam. Here's this. Here's that. Here's that, and that would that right there. Because you don't need to give an offer every time, folks. There's three types of guests. Three types of guests. They're in three lanes. All right. You have people that are in the fast lane. People that are in the fast lane have no idea who you are. You have to send a different message to them than the people that are on the sidewalk. So you have fast lane, slow lane, sidewalk. Three lanes. The fast lane is people that are just buzzing by. They have no idea who you are. You have to literally tackle them, jump in front of them and tackle them and say, hey, my door is right here. The slow lane has heard about you before. They might have been in once six months ago, six years ago. Uh, They kind of know who you are, but they're not a regular at all. So they're driving by slow to you, right? They're going to need, you don't need to tackle them because they already know who you are, but they need to know you're there and they need to get some kind of little incentive. The fast lane needs a big lead magnet. The slow lane needs communication. Know you're there. Monday night's is lobster night. Maybe that's what they want. They'll come pay full price for it. No, no need The sidewalk are people that are your regulars. You don't need a huge lead magnet. You don't need a big lead magnet, magnet for regulars, right? Because they're already there. They're dining with you every six months, every four months, every three months, every three weeks. They're your regular guests. These guests just need you to open the door for them. That's all. They need you to open the door. An email, a text message, things like that. A birthday card is going to get them back in. It could just be a happy birthday card. Not even be something free. Just you know, just say, Hey, we're here. That's it. You know, we appreciate your business. There you go. They might be coming to you anyway. So those are the three types of guests, three types of messages, three different types of messages, and a lead magnet to match each of those, right? So now Denny's created this lead magnet. They had him in, they were in within a month. They could have then Had they converted people from a fast lane? They had a lot of people that went to that Denny's offer that were fast lane people just going by, going by, wouldn't even think about going to them. Oh, but free grand slam, let's try them out. So they moved guests over a lane to the slow lane. And your job is to keep moving people over lane to lane to lane. That's your job, okay? In marketing, that's what it is. So three different messages always to different people. You know, this is why Facebook ads, you know, don't work as well as you think they work. Um, unless you segregate and understand who you're advertising to and understand the engagements in there and everything, because you need to understand the demographics and then some demographics are those three lanes of traffic that are your guests or potential guests. Now, as far as the lead magnet, um, Denny's made that mistake. When you plan an offer, and we're gonna use offer and lead magnet interchangeably when you use the word offer, or when you make an offer, you have to make it something big enough, something big enough. Cause you, again, you want to attract new people. You want to bring in those fast lanes and slow lanes. You want to make it big enough. So, and this happens like with phone companies too, right? You get all these phone companies and all these service cables. I know first month for free, first three months for free, whatever it is. Cause they want new switch to us and we'll do this and this and this credit cards do it, you know, switch to us for no interest for three months or one, whatever it is. So everybody does this. Don't think you're unique and don't think that you don't need this. It's good marketing. a lot of people say, I don't want to give away stuff for free in my restaurant. And I understood that because I was in that situation in the beginning. I don't want to give stuff away for free. I want to charge full price because I'm in debt and I need to pay. And how can I afford to give? I always thought, how can I afford to give something away for free if I have bills to pay? And one of the mistakes I made in the very beginning was I made too many stipulations on my offers. I wanted them in, but I had too many stipulations, right? You couldn't come in on a Saturday and Sunday night, Friday and Saturday night to use this offer, this offer was good during the week and it confuses the guests and it pisses them off. And, and they might say, well, yeah, I like the restaurant, but there's there's too many stipulations on there, no strings attached, right? That's an oxymoron. Stipulations on there, no strings attached. When you make a no strings attached offer, it's really no strings attached. So now let's talk about crafting this this offer that's gonna get people's attention. So if you're gonna do an offer, you've gotta make it big enough so people act upon it. One of the biggest problems is they're giving 10% off. They're giving a free dessert. I gotta tell you, 10% off, people don't care about 10% off. Have you seen what people spend on DoorDash and Uber Eats and all these companies? They pay extra to get food delivered to their door. 10% doesn't matter to people. Certain people, most people doesn't, certain people does, that doesn't matter. And if you're, if you're literally marking somebody that's going to want to save 10% and think that's the biggest deal in the world, they're probably not big spenders to begin with, right? General, this is why I do not like restaurant weeks and um, Groupon offers. Those people just shop Groupon and they just shop restaurant weeks and they just, they just know that they're. This is them going out. I'm going to go out and get a good deal. And that's it. And they're going to hop around from deal to deal they're Deal hoppers, right? They're deal hoppers. If you find the right people with the right offer, you can avoid the deal hoppers. And I know people say, well, I don't want the deal hoppers. I, but I don't want the deal hoppers either. I can't send the deal hoppers and I avoid the deal hoppers. Totally. So if you don't make the magnet strong enough, the offer strong enough, you're going to have people ignore it. And then you're going to end up saying, well, gee, Marcus. Offers don't work. They really don't work. You know, I tried this, I tried that. They don't work. No, your offer sucked and you have to test it and test it and test it until you get an offer that works. For years, we did $18 off the purchase of two entrees on your birthday. $18. That's a nice offer. That's basically a free entree. So I can advertise free entree, but you had to buy two. There's a stipulation. You had to buy two. Then that worked so well though, but it worked well. And this was for my repeat customers. I wasn't targeting anybody new, which is my mistake on this. I was not getting new lead generation. I was just taking care of my people who were already with me. So that stipulation of two entrees really wasn't a big deal. Then it was worked so well, I brought it down to 15. I was like, okay, at 15, it's still working the same, but it took me six months to realize and compare analytics or a year, right? Well, 18 is fine, 15 is working just fine too. Now what can I do? Let's bump it down to 12. I bumped it down to 12, and I eventually got down to $10. And then I took my list and I segregated it. The more you spent, the better your offer was, right? So you got then put into a, a, a three-tier system. So your birthday offer was either $10, 12 or $15, depending on how much money you spent, like a frequent flyer program for the airline companies. And that worked well, too. And then all of a sudden the pandemic hit and I stopped all my offers. because it's expensive to do offers. And I didn't really know if you we were going to be open or not. And what I found out was that people are still eating like crazy during the pandemic. And if you did not, we adapted and we adjusted and we were so busy without a single offer out there. I didn't need that extra boost of marketing. I just needed to communicate to my regular guests the trust me. And that was, that's all I needed. That was my lead magnet during, during, during. COVID during the pandemic, my lead magnet was an email, communication, Facebook lives every day. That's all I needed. That's all I needed to get people in the door. So now COVID's over. People are dining in again. I said, now I need to bring a lead magnet back. That's going to be structured to bring new guests in. Remember new guests. So I'm going to reward my old guests that are coming in still, but I'm going to do new. And I did an offer that was just so outrageous, so outrageous that I made it impossible for people to say no. I had to make sure it was profitable for myself. So I had to actually add a menu item. So I put on a strip steak on my menu. We have a ribeye steak. We put a strip steak on. Um, The two big big price differences in strip strip versus ribeye. I know strip loins, you get the two vein cuts at the end, which you can't serve. So we take those two vein cuts and we smoke them in our smoker and we make a smoked strip steak pizza that we charge a lot of money for so we make up a lot of money on the end pieces we make more money on making on the doing a sh- smoked strip steak pizza than we do on the steaks themselves right so it's much much better margin on there so i've taken the byproduct and created a better margin so and this takes you know you just can't when you do things this is part of crafting the offer right so um ribeyes zero by zero ribeyes it's yield we don't want right up and down you cut them all down you have 100% yield right you never really get any waste but those ribeye, those strip steaks those strip loins you get two steaks sometimes three steaks that are you can't serve them unless they're well done you need something else to do with them so now you're looking at like smoked strip steak tacos or some kind of fajita or some kind of other dish with it but it takes a little bit of cleaning up we smoke them we trim them slice them put them on and it's amazing so i said okay let's create an offer. That's going to wow right now. I had a friend, Jeff, who had a restaurant in Pennsylvania. Jeff's offer, his massive offer that made him millions of dollars was a free lobster dinner. It was a free lobster dinner on your birthday. And I was like, wow, Jeff, how for years, I said, how do you afford to give away a lobster? What do you do in the wintertime when the price starts? He goes, I don't care. He goes, I'm the restaurant that has the buzz. I'm the restaurant, everybody goes to their birthday in town. Nobody goes anywhere else for their birthday. It's my restaurant, it's my restaurant, it's my restaurant. And because they come there, they're loyal guests. And this is how I'm kicking everybody's butt by giving away a free lobster. And I could never comprehend that. So if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I'm not giving away a, a dinner for, you know, I was that person who said, I'm not giving away a dinner. I'm going to do my $18 off of two entrees or $12 off of two entrees because I need to see that people are putting money in the register. Right. So, and I had a 33 to 1 uh, um, uh, uh, um, return on that. Right. So, for every dollar I spent on a postcard, postcard setting out, I didn't even a postcard, I would get 33 bucks back. And so I was like, this is great this is fantastic. This is awesome. Um, this is working. Let me stick to this, Jeff. I'm fine with this. And after COVID, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go all out. I'm going to craft the best offer, lead magnet best offer to take care of my current guests and now to bring in new guests. So we created the free strip steak dinner offer. Now remember, like I said in the beginning, I did a free risotto class and that was a great lead magnet. So I could do a monthly class as a lead magnet too, right? I could easily. Um, but I have other lead magnets, like my Monday night lead magnet is a, or offers four wines and a dish, four half pours, and my choice of a dish for $29, and I'm packed on Mondays year round because of that. I call it a wine tasting wine dinner, and people love it. We have a lot of regulars that come to it, and it creates consistency. And they have their one dish, they have their four wines, they order more wine, they order dessert, and they order more food. So that $29, which we're raising it, by the way, up a bit now, that $29 turns out to be now $65 per person, but they didn't sign up for a $65 wine dinner. They sent up for a $29 wine dinner. It got them in. They spent all this more money on our regular portion sizes. Because sometimes when you do these wine dinners, you're doing, you know, five portions and you should really be charging 90 bucks. But because it's all wrapped up together, you might charge less. You might charge 70. You're not really, you know, the idea of doing these wine dinners is so people do some kind of get some kind of value because why not just, you know, bring in five friends and buy two, three bottles of wine and order all your food off your menu. You do your own wine dinner at that point, right? So but the wine dinner, you know, you kind of wrap it up and it's a wrapped price. And the idea is you're kind of saving the guests a little money. Here, I wrap it up on a smaller amount and then they spend on the top end. Uh, so that's a great offer as well. So back to the birthday offer. twenty nine. uh I put a strip steak on my menu for $29.99. I raised all my prices across the board, by the way. When I put up that free, free strip steak dinner, all my entrees went up. I raised them all like three bucks. just across the board, three bucks up. Salmon was 26, it went to 29. Um, ribeye was 29, it went to 33. Tuna was 33, it went to 36. I just raised everything three to hollers. Put the strip steak on at twenty nine ninety nine, but now it's free if it's your birthday. And I was working on this, I was masterminding this with a good friend of mine, and he was doing the same exact thing. And I said to him, I said, well, what are you going to do if they come in a week before? He goes, nope, they got to come in on their birthday. I said, well, what if they came in the week before and you gave them half off? Now you're getting half. You're Because we're running a 25% food cost on the strip steak dinner at $30. So if I do half off, I'm running a 50% food cost. They're still coming in for the birthday, and they're still getting a great deal. Who wouldn't get half off of a steak dinner if it's not your birthday if it's two weeks before two weeks after so i crafted the offer to accommodate those people that could not make it in on their birthday so we love snail mail and if you're watching this we love snail mail so we send postcards out person customized personal field postcards to the actual person that's in our database and so i can see who's bringing them back and when you sit here with a stack of these on your desk from people that have returned them, right? You can see all these that have been returned, right? It's just, it's amazing to know that I know that every single person who brings one of these in, every single one is worth $112 because that's the average spend per party, whether it's a two top, four top, six top, eight top. I know every time somebody walks in with this, I can expect $112 in return. So if I'm getting back 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, or hundred a month, I'm getting back $112 every time this goes out, every time they walk in my door. Now that is a win-win offer. The guests got a free dinner. They brought people in. They spent a lot more money. I made the offer so good for them that they couldn't go anywhere else for their birthday. And they came in to spend more money and to bring people, friends in to celebrate. When I raised my prices and did this, I've had not had one single mention. If you raise your prices three bucks across the board in your entrees, chances are your regulars are gonna say something. I have not had one single comment about my pricing increase. Not one, and maybe because because of all the inflation, people just know things are going up anyway. But not one single, single comment about my pricing. So now, besides me sending to my database, those are my, my databases, my regulars, right? For new guests, for the new lead gen, I place an ad on Facebook. I use a seven-day birthday option. I have a chatbot set up. Chatbot goes through this offer. You, hey, picture of a steak, free strip steak for your dinner, uh, for your birthday. And it goes to somebody who's with the birthdays within seven days. If you want a free strip steak dinner for your birthday, comment yes. They comment whatever they want. The chatbot, the artificial intelligence takes over the chatbot and they go in and start interacting with the chatbot, it drops, I grab their email, their email gets zapped into a Google Drive, which then goes into a Google Sheet, which then goes into my um, CRM. So now I can get their birthday every year. So new lead magnet, even if they never, even if they never redeem the birthday offer, I have their email. Right then and there, I have their email. I have it because the chatbot goes through, I need your email, the chatbot knows, Facebook Messenger knows, their email. So it gives them an option to click. That's my email it pops up, populates it, it pop- pre-populates it. They click it, it goes in and I now have it. So they don't come in. I got them for next year. They do come in. I got them for a, an average of $112 and it's a new customer that then goes into my database that I can then email weekly or bi-weekly all of, or twice weekly, all of my offers, all of the cool things we have going on. And the part of the biggest thing when you create a lead magnet or offer is you still have to do your job and keep them coming back and engaging them. Some people put a great offer out there, like Denny's put a great offer out there and they went nowhere with it. They did not communicate to them afterwards at all. So there was no reason for them to go anywhere else besides, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, there was no, they had no reason to bring them back in to Denny's because they did not communicate them. They did not keep their part of, of an offer up. And I'm surprised a national company like that would would have wouldn't have better marketing somebody better in charge of marketing so now if you are a chef or a food and beverage director or a restaurant manager and you know this stuff you know marketing you know pixels you know retargeting you know lead offers you know this lead gen you you would make a massive difference for any restaurant owner like any restaurant owner would love to have you on board I quickly went through, I placed an ad on Indeed for some help. And then I wanted to see what was out there. And I wanted to see what other restaurants were offering. So I went to a couple of bigger cities and I was like, what are, what are the going rates this and that for, you know, restaurant managers and all these positions. And some of these places are paying big bucks for a restaurant manager, like 85,000, 115,000, 130,000 for a restaurant manager. And I go to the websites of these companies, these restaurants, And there's no Facebook retargeting pixel there. There's no, there's no uh, information capture. I'm like, they're paying a restaurant manager, $130,000. And whoever they paid in the past that has not gotten them on track. And they have not hired, you know, a company to come do this for them. So if you work for somebody, if you're a restaurant manager, you work for somebody, you walk into a job interview and you're like, the job's 75,000 what are your sales your sales are two million two and a half million what if we can get you to, what if we can get to three million on some of the marketing tactics that i know um can we talk bonuses what if we do and um if an employee walked in here if an employee walked in and said oh yeah you're let's just say a million you're doing a million if i get you to a million and a half marcus um can we talk about you know raising my salary i'd be like um yeah I've never been able to get a million and a half million dollars, my best year. And this and that, of course, I'd, of course I'd want to give you more money if you get me to a million and a half. So if you work for somebody, this kind of stuff is mind blowing. If you're the, if you're the owner of the restaurant, the operator, the owner, then you should be listening to this stuff as well. This is all stuff that makes a big, big difference. So whether you're an employee or an operator yourself, um, knowing marketing is probably the number one thing being able to sell and market is the number one thing in, in everything. Right. So Create a good lead magnet, follow up with them, capture all their information, make the offer so unresistible that they'd be stupid to say no. Now, this happens like gym pricing, right? I don't know if anybody knows 24-Hour Fitness, but here locally, they have like a $9.99 a month deal. Um, they put it out there for dirt cheap or $14, whatever it is, $14.99 a month to go work out. And some, some gyms are like $100, New York Sports Club, $100. 24-Hour Fitness made this offer so good so good that it was hard to say no i know people that have two gym memberships because they're like oh i'll go to 24 hour fitness here and there and for 14 bucks a month nine bucks i have nothing to lose nothing to lose so the one the cheaper price is one location if you do more locations and it's more money so they're like i don't care if i don't go once a month it's 9.99 like who cares i'll go to my regular gym i'll pay the 35 bucks a month or 55 bucks a month." And then I got an extra gym I can go to when I'm there, or there's extra equipment there. Or I like the classes there. They made it so impossible for you to say no. That's how your marketing has to be. That's how your offer has to be. But you have to do your part on the back end. to Now, a savvy restaurateur will know their lifetime value of a guest. So for example, my lifetime value of a guest means in five years, the person will spend an average of $6,900 here. $6,800, is my lifetime value of a guest. So if I can do a lead magnet that gets a new guest in here and I can convert them into a regular, I'm going to get $6,900 in five years for them. Why wouldn't I buy them a $30 chipsake dinner to get them in? Now we're talking about acquisition costs, which is a whole other topic. So I would literally pay $250 acquisition costs to get somebody here who's going to give me $6,900 over the next five years. That's a no-brainer. So shrimp steak cost me 30 bucks on the menu. I'm running a 25% food cost or less. So I'm at a, from 30 bucks, I'm at seven bucks. $7 has the potential to get me somebody who's gonna spend $6,900 in the restaurant industry. This is how you grow a business from a million to a million and a half. This is how you do it, folks. This right here is the name of the game, but you have to understand these metrics and you have to do the better, best offer you can. People say no. Um, that you're gonna, you might not make the money on the first transaction, by the way. And don't limit it to two people, don't make the offer just no strings attached and do it. If one person walks in, if one person walks in and says, I got my birthday, I'm like, oh, you're not gonna order anything else, right? That's what we would think. These people shock you. They might buy a nice bottle of wine, take the rest home, they'll have other food, but you know what? They're going to tell other people. And then if you want to take it one step further, you can start taking pictures of people for their birthdays and posting it on social media happy birthday jack thanks for celebrating with us you know he has his birthday postcard he's got a steak there takes a picture and you post it and then tag him and now you're going to really start seeing the ripple effect like jack went there for his birthday dinner it's john's birthday dinner next week let's get a group of people together and go and we'll bring jack back with us right so you never know who who's walking your door what they're going to spend in the future and that's the most important thing what are they going to spend in the future it might not be the first transaction it's a lifetime value of a guest they could have john could have a daughter that's getting married in two years and decide to have you as a caterer and there's a fifteen thousand dollar catering job because you place an ad got him in for a free steak and all of a sudden he loves your restaurant and his daughter's back from college comes and tries your food and oh my gosh this and this and this and she graduates college she gets married and there you got a 15 you never ever ever know you never know that's the bottom line thanks folks for tuning in i really appreciate it if you have any questions um, go to restaurant growth secrets university.com you can email me personally um so uh, best info info at uh, or help at 50 mistakes.com email me there i'll get your email if you need any help in this stuff uh we're here for that so everybody go crush it go crush your marketing go love your business um and uh, be profitable everybody have an amazing day and please comment on this episode if you thought this episode was at all any informa- uh, any educational informational at all thought it could help you or anybody else just drop a comment go read it i appreciate that it'll help somebody it'll help somebody change their course on re- on the restaurant all this stuff helped me change my course um you know like i said at the beginning uh took money out of my daughter's bank account when she was eight years old to pay payroll um, and it wasn't like we went and asked her, hey, honey, can we borrow money? Well, we're like, oh, our daughter has money in the bank, in her bank account. Let's go. And it was all of her birthday money. You know, she, you know, I was like, let's just, we obviously we paid it back, but we just went and just took it out and that was it. And it was a terrible feeling. So I don't hate when people have to do things like that. I don't want you to, have to do things like that. So that's why you want to drop a rating. So somebody, somebody somewhere who's in that situation can, can be shown the light And again, if you are a profitable business you want to go from three to three and a half million dollars, this is the kind of stuff you need to be doing to get you to the next level. Everybody have a great day. Talk to you later.